Fred and Reed in the house. Is your phone on, by the way? Is your phone on? Of course my phone is on. Yeah. Uh, how far could you walk? Without, if you left it in the studio, how far could you go before you go, something's not right? Like, for me, I, within uh, 30 seconds, I know I don't have my phone. 30 seconds. I could go down to the vending machine. Uh-huh. I could go talk to somebody else in the building, in okay. another area of the building, for an extended period of time. Right. Sure. I might think, oh, I didn't bring my phone, but I wouldn't interrupt a conversation or something like that. Could you now, turn if, it off? Could you actually turn it off, physically turn it off? Well, why, why would I, though? <laughs> I know, but I'm just I think it's a symbolic could I carry, thing. Could I carry it around with me shut off? In my mind, that defeats the purpose of sure having the does. phone. Yes. Yeah. But if I was to reach over here to get my phone and turn it off, yeah. I would start to feel weird yeah. within the first 15 to 20 seconds. Like, oh, i got to turn it back on. It's yeah. really crazy. But uh, you know what? The reason why I'm bringing this up is that we always talk about cell phone or mobile addiction, that kind of thing. Well, there's new data that's out that is suggesting that there is a usage sweet spot for people. And joining us to talk about that is uh, from the Department of Psychology, University of Toronto, Mississauga, Dr. Jay Olson. Hey, Jay. Hi. Is your phone on or off, Jay? My phone is presently on, unfortunately. <laughs> Let's talk about this sweet spot. Uh, how much time do you spend online on your phone, by the way? Uh, not not that much myself. Um, um, certainly less than the than the participants that we run in our studies. That's for sure. So what what did we find out was the general sweet spot? And I know it varies from person to person, that kind of thing. But what do we find out about all this? This survey. Yeah. So there's been a, a, a few surveys of, of of these kinds of topics, and and generally what they find is that um, um, a small amount of um, phone use can um, um, have like a, a better effect on, on, on well-being um, than no phone use. Um, and then uh, um, over that, that time, you start seeing uh, negative relationships with well-being. And so some surveys have, have found, for example, that um, uh, close to one hour per day, half an hour to one hour per day on the phone, um, that seems to be around the sweet spot where you get lots of the benefits of smartphone use, connecting with people, socializing, that kind of thing. Um, um, without some of the negatives that, that, that come with it, like this, this um, anxiety that you were talking about when you don't have your phone. Yeah, I have a little bit of that. I'll give you that. So uh, mm -hmm. the, the difference between too much, you said one hour. That's one hour of active time on the phone, right? Not just having yeah. it on, right? Yeah. So, so uh, I guess it does vary from person to person, but what do you think is too much? What do you think is too little from what you've been hearing and seeing? So normally... Um, um, we look at uh, more of kind of the subjective effects of, of um, phone use because uh, we don't get the full picture when we're just looking at screen time. So um, some people, for example, if they're using that um, one hour of, of phone use, well, when they're trying to fall asleep and they're reading the news and they're feeling very anxious or something, um, that could have a more negative effect on their life than somebody who uses their phone for nine hours per day, but it's part of their job. They're a social media manager or something like that. And then after their work, they put their phone away and, and they don't have these negative effects. And so, uh, and, and so usually we look more at the, uh, the kind of subjective effects that, that people have that are, are very variable. And, and so for screen time, generally, it's, it's hard to have specific guidelines there, aside from saying almost everybody uses their phone too much. And so reducing people's phone use um, for the large majority of, of the population will have um, uh, more positive effects than negative ones. So did you also look at uh, the time of day people use ah. their phone? Because I, I know there's stuff like 
you know, get up and exercise or, you know, look at your emails, but then put it away for a while and try not to look at it late at night because that's going to get your mind going and get you thinking about things other than relaxing and getting to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So some of the more harmful use happens late at night. Um, um, and it seems like there's a few reasons for that. One is that, uh, uh, just like you said, it's it's often not something that uh, relaxes you and helps you go to sleep compared to reading a book, for example. And then also we know that the light exposure from the screen um, uh, um, sometimes make you, makes your body think that the sun is still out and that you, sh- and that you shouldn't be, be falling asleep. And so sometimes having that light exposure uh, right before bed will then impair uh, the time that you fall asleep and your sleep quality. Hey, Jay, how much has changed since the pandemic 2020 and now? Because we use our phones a lot differently, I think, from uh, way back then to way now. Uh, I'll use Zoom, Teams. Uh, we, we have our meetings on our phones and that kind of thing. It, it, there's been a dramatic change, has there not been? Yeah, so um, we've been tracking what we call problematic smartphone use. So that's when your phone negatively impacts your daily life okay. for maybe, maybe 10 years or so. And we saw across the world, there's been a global kind of steady increase um, uh, right up until uh, until uh, right around 2020. And then when the pandemic hit, we saw that there was this uh, increase. And then um, since then, it's been it's been increasing even further. And so we saw this big jump, uh, both in screen time and then also in the in the negative effects that people are reporting from their phones. And so it's not just that we're using our phones more because we're using them more for work and school on that. It's also that people are, are reporting more negative effects from their phones since the pandemic. Is there a positive in some respect? Because I, I, I know people have reached out more to friends and coworkers uh, since the pandemic. So they're using their phone more, but they're communicating one-to-one with people through texting and that type of thing. So this can't all be bad, can it? Yeah, no. So that's why there's definitely that that kind of sweet spot, right? So um, uh, I'm having kind of more socializing, or or having this kind of technology mediated socializing is is basically better than nothing. And and so lots of that you can get from from just a fairly short amount of time using your phone per day. And so you can get those those benefits there. And then and then after that is when we see more of these negative relationships coming up with things like depression, loneliness, um, anxiety, that kind of thing. I'm wondering if you can tell us anything about the demographics here. There, there's a perception, perhaps inaccurate, that like, oh, well, the younger you are, the more quote-unquote addicted you are to your phone. Like, is, is that mm-hmm. true? What did you find age-wise? That's completely true, yeah. So uh, in, in the last okay. survey uh, uh, we did, we found that um, we were looking at ages 18 to 90, and we found that the uh, youngest ages in that group had the um, highest problematic smartphone use by far. So we're not off base on that. Where do you see things going over the next five years? Is it going to increase, or are we, have we gotten to the point now where we're so aware of it that we're kind of, uh, we're kind of making sure that we stay within our guidelines? What, what are you finding on this one? Um, uh, globally, these trends are, are not at all slowing down. So okay. um, if we could predict that at least for the next few years, it seems like they'll continue to, uh, to increase. But uh, one thing that we're really interested in and watching for is trying to see whether there's this kind of a plateau, whether people feel like, okay, um, I've kind of reached this limit and I can see that phones are having uh, a more negative part of my life now. Maybe I'll kind of taper down. Although uh, uh, globally, that's definitely not something that we've seen yet. 
Hey, just to kind of wrap things up here, the amount of time you spend online, I'm kind of curious to know if there is a parallel between that and lower levels of mental health, that type of thing, or are we finding it's a reverse? It's, there's a positive, a positive uh, indicator. Um, so, so generally, the more time that you spend uh, um, on, online, whether it's it's kind of on your uh, on your laptop or, or your smartphone, right. uh, uh, the more depressed and uh, and the more anxious people tend to be. Gotcha. Thank you very much for uh, taking the time to talk to us. I know that there will, there will always be studies on this, and uh, we just want to make sure that people find, uh, I guess, the, the, their sweet spot. So thanks very much, Jay, for joining us on the show today. Thank you for having me. All right, there you go, Dr. Jay Olson who is a postdoctoral fellow, Department of Psychology at the University of Toronto and Mississauga.